Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Feels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is a Bible study on chapter 10 of the book of John. If you haven't checked out the previous chapters, I have all of my Bible studies and study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire. You can go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, or I'll also have it linked in the show notes here. Just click on that link, request to be in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll go on the units tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Alright, so before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. I pray that you open up our eyes to see the truth of your words. I pray that you give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and how to implement it in our daily life. Lord, I pray that you use us as a vessel for your work and work through us to make an impact in other people's lives and that we open up our minds, our eyes, our ears, our hearts, and our soul to you, Lord and that we spread the gospel and the truth of your words to other people, and that we let you guide us through every aspect of our lives. I love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. All right, so I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. I tell you the truth. The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, but his sheep follow because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss a few things with you guys here. So the Bible study that we went over last week was about Jesus healing a man born blind and the way that the religious leaders were acting towards that man born blind. They were unhelpful and they were being cruel to the man and they weren't believing that he was born blind and they were just unhelpful and cruel in general. So when Jesus talks about these things here in the verses that I just read in chapter 10, right after what happens from our Bible study last week, this was in contrast between his heart and his work as a leader to God's people and the heart and the work of many religious leaders, just like the ones we heard about in last week's Bible study. So these spiritual leaders and political leaders were often called shepherds. And I'm actually just going to read a couple verses from the Old Testament of them being called shepherds. So the first verse that I'm going to read here is Isaiah 56, 11. They are dogs with mighty appetites. They never have enough. They are shepherds who lack understanding. They all turn to their own way. Each seeks his own gain. And then also Jeremiah 3, 15. Then I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will lead you with knowledge and understanding. So those are just a couple of verses showing that spiritual or political leaders were often called shepherds during that time. And not everyone is a true shepherd. And he says here in verse 1 of chapter 10 of John that the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. And he says here in verse 2 of chapter 10 of John that the man that enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. So a true shepherd comes 
in through the gate, so in a legitimate way. And he has a personal connection with the sheep, and that's why they listen to his voice, and he calls them by their name and leads them out. He provides direction and leadership, and they follow him, but they won't follow a stranger because they don't recognize a stranger's voice. And I'm just going to continue reading further, starting at verse 7. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So here in verse 7 where he says that he's the gate for the sheep. He laid his body across the entrance to keep the sheep in and to keep out the wolves. And he says that whoever came before him was thieves and robbers. And with the word thieves, here is deception and trickery. And robbers is violence and destruction. So the people that were before Jesus Christ were full of deception and trickery and violence and destruction. And the people that truly follow Jesus Christ don't listen to those people. They listen to Jesus Christ because he cares for his people and shows them love and mercy and grace. And where he says here in verse 9, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. Whenever we accept Jesus Christ and we believe in him and we follow him, We're saved, we have eternal life, and we're kept safe from the deception and the lies and the destruction and the violence. So the unfaithful leaders or the leaders that are like these thieves and robbers that don't come in through the gates, but they climb in some other way, they come to steal and kill and destroy and They do things for their own gain. They are greedy. They don't have the best interests of the people in their hearts. But Jesus Christ has come to give us life, to give his sheep life, and for us to have full and abundant life and eternal life. And he says here in verse 11 that he's the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And they don't realize this at the time, but Jesus Christ laid down his life us. He died on the cross to forgive us of our sins so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And someone that's not a good shepherd, one of the illegitimate religious leaders, they wouldn't lay down their life for the people. They don't care anything about the people or the best interests of the people. What they care about is their selves and greedy gain and what's best for them. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 14. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. 
No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my father. So I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So all these verses here, he is explaining to these people that the people that believe in him, he will love for them and care for them and teach them and he gives up his life for them so they have eternal life and that their sins are forgiven. And if we just follow him and we are disciples of Christ, he will lead us on the right path and he will never lead us astray. He has our best interests at heart and he will take care of us and he gives us eternal life. And in verse 16, he says that he has other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. And these other sheep are Gentile believers. So he's telling these people that the Gentiles will also listen to his voice and he must bring them in also. And there's only going to be one flock and one shepherd, but in different groups. So just like in the world today, there's so many different people in this world and so many different groups of people and cultures and all of that. But as believers of Jesus Christ, we are all one flock of sheep with one shepherd, which is Jesus Christ. And then in verse 17, he says, his father loves him because he lays his life down only to take it up again. So God the Father saw this self-sacrifice in God the Son and it made him love him even more for that. And Jesus had the power to lay down his life and also raise it up again. So what he's saying here in verse 18 is that no one took his life from him. He willingly gave his life for us to forgive us of our sins. And, and it was all part of the plan to save the world, to die on the cross to forgive us of our sins. And he had the authority to lay his life down and to take it up again. And this was all according to the command of God the Father. Because like it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So Jesus was submitted to this will of saving the world. And he had the authority to take his life, to die on the cross for our sins, and to raise it three days later to forgive us of our sins. And whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I'm going to continue reading at verse 19. At these words, the Jews were again divided. Many of them said, He is demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? So with these teachings that Jesus was doing throughout this book of John that we see in all these Bible studies, a lot of the Jews are divided because some of them believe in Jesus Christ and believe in the words that he's saying, and some don't believe in him. And that just goes to show, like he says here, that his sheep listen to his voice. So the people that truly believe in Jesus Christ are his sheep. So in verse 20, many of these Jews said that he was demon-possessed, and they weren't going to listen to him. But then others said that, can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Because just like we saw in last week's Bible study, he healed a man born blind. And miraculous signs like opening the eyes of the blind could be a valid testimony, but only together with the faithfulness to the word of God. And that's why some of these Jews believed that he was who he said he was, and they believed in him, and some of them didn't. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 22. Then came the Feast of Dedication at Jerusalem. 
It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple area, walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews gathered around him, saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you did not believe. The miracles I do in my Father's name speak for me. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. So I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 24, these Jews were saying that if he's the Christ, then just plainly tell them that he's been keeping them in suspense. And he says that he did tell them, but they don't believe him because they are not his sheep, because his sheep listen to his voice. So these people that aren't believing that Jesus is the Christ and they're not believers of Christ and they're not his sheep, they don't follow him and they don't truly know God and they aren't faithful to the word of God. Even though a lot of these religious leaders and Jews knew all of the Old Testament, they could quote scriptures and they knew all about it. They didn't truly believe in the word of God because they didn't believe that Jesus was who he said he was. And the people that were true believers of Jesus Christ were his sheep and they followed him and they listened to him and they believed in him and he gives them eternal life. And no one can ever take them from Jesus Christ. Once we're saved and we have the Holy Spirit within us, we're always going to be saved. No one can ever take us away from Jesus Christ. We can stray away on our own and get lost, but he's always going to be right there to help us and lead us back in the right direction and guide us. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 31. Again, the Jews picked up stones to stone him, but Jesus said to them, I have shown you many great miracles from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any of these, replied the Jews, but for blasphemy, because you, a mere man, claim to be God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, what about the one whom the Father set apart as his very own, and sent into the world. Why then do you accuse me of blasphemy because I said, I am God's son? Do you not believe me unless I do what my father does? But if I do it, even though you do not believe me, believe the miracles, that you may know and understand that the father is in me, and I in the father. Again they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. Here he stayed, and many people came to him. They said, Though John never performed a miraculous sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. Alright, so those are all the verses for this Bible study, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 33, these Jews said that they were stoning him because he was claiming to be God. Because he says in verse 30 that he and the Father are one. Because like we know, it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And then what he says in verse 34, Is it not written in your law, I have said that you are gods? What he's referring to here is Psalm 82.6. So I'm going to read that here real quick. I said, you are gods. 
you are all sons of the Most High. So that's what he's referring to here in the Psalm of Asaph. So then Jesus goes on to say that if he does what his father does and they don't believe in him to believe in the miracles and know and understand that the father's in him and he's in the father. God the Son cannot do anything without God the Father and it's the Holy Trinity. They're three in one. And these Jews didn't understand that because they were trying to stone him and saying that he is speaking blasphemy because he's claiming to be God when he was God the Son. And they didn't understand that. So they tried to seize him, but he escaped their grasp because his time hadn't come yet. Until it was time for his crucifixion, he was protected and no one would be able to take him or take his life away. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to a place where John had been baptizing in the early days. In our first Bible study that we did on John chapter 1, it talks about John the Baptist baptizing across the Jordan. And he was baptizing so that Christ may be revealed to the world. And many people came to Jesus during this time of staying where John had been baptizing, and they believed in Jesus Christ. And they knew that what John said about him was true. All right, so that concludes this Bible study. Next week, we'll get into chapter 11 of the book of John. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys!